Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. 
Also, again, NashFM106.1.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Hey, join the conversation on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Ash on Twitter, Eric Ash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. But you can find us on your favorite podcasting platform. All you got to do is search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, we feature Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. That's Thursday, live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLA-TV. Also live streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. Uh, and then come here on the rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LA-TV on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. That's WLA-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, always at ericasher.com, and always on the WLATV uh, YouTube page. we got a tight show for you today. Looking forward to it. Maddie Hudak will join us. She's a Tulane sideline reporter, also writes for Saints Wire. Uh, she will join us at 4.15 this afternoon. Mike Scarborough, TigerBeat.com. He'll join us at 4.35, talking Tigers. Um, Christopher Dotson covers the uh, Pelicans for Pelican Scoop. Pels open up tomorrow night against Brooklyn in Brooklyn, opening up the season. And, of course, uh, we'll ask him a lot about what his thoughts on the Pelicans are. And then we finish up with, again, the uh, sports columnist for the New Orleans Times-Picayune advocate and, of course, NOLA.com, Jeff Duncan, joins us on the program at 535 this afternoon. So a lot to get into on this beautiful day in New Orleans. This, this is my kind of day, okay? Uh, when you can open up all the windows in the house, let the house finally air out, right? 63, sunny, just a beautiful breeze coming out of the north. Oh, to me, this is Chamber of Commerce weather. I just love it. And, um, again, we the problem is in New Orleans, we don't get fall too long. Uh, but, again, when we get it, let's enjoy it, enjoy every second of it. And because uh, what I understand, we're only getting a little bit of a taste because it'll be back uh, in the 80s by the weekend. But uh, really enjoying today's weather. Uh, as far as the Saints go, uh, the practice report uh, is out with the injury report. Uh, it did not change much except for Marcus May is now a full participant. Michael Thomas did not practice. Jarvis Landry did not practice. Andres Pete did not practice. And, again, you know it's a, it's a foot for Thomas, a uh, ankle for, uh, for Landry. It's the peck, and once again, for um, Andres Pete. Jeez, oh, <laughs> don't even get me started. Um, Adam Troutman has the ankle. Um, Keith Kirkwood, ankle, none of those guys practiced. Marshawn Lattimore, of course, the abdomen, uh, did not practice. Mark Ingram was limited with a knee. Paulson Adebo limited with a knee. Uh, Marcus May limited, uh, I'm sorry, Marcus May full practice. Uh, Ryan Ramshack limited practice with uh, rest. Uh, Throckmorton uh, had, has a hip injury. He was limited today. Wait a minute, Payton, Peyton Turner was limited? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Alert the media, please. <laughs> Chest injury, he's limited. Jameis Winston, back, ankle, knee, you name it, limited. Andy Dalton, back, limited. Uh, so, again, the Saints with a long list of um, of uh, the walking wounded there. And look, my, my opinion is they're not rushing anybody back for this for this game, okay? If you can go, you go. Uh, they're looking at this mini-buy, and they're hopeful, again, that players like Thomas and Landry, uh, who knows about Andres Pete, okay, often injured just like the, uh, Adam Troutman, uh, Marshawn Lattimore. These guys will be back, uh, again, after the mini-buy. And that also includes Jameis Winston. I mean, again, um, you know, uh, if there's a – uh, a, a time to point to him getting back uh, and having an opportunity to be, again, to vie for the starting quarterback job once again, uh, it will be coming off that mini-buy. Um, so we'll see how that kind of plays out. But that, that, to me, that, that's the recipe 
uh, for the Saints. They're not going to rush anybody back on a four-day. You know, we're just for, what, four days in between uh, games with the Thursday night game against the, uh, the Cardinals. Cardinals are hurting, too. Hollywood Brown uh, did not practice with a foot injury. I, I saw that happen live. Uh, James Conner, their starting running back, running back, has a rib injury. He did not practice. Um, Gardeck, uh, the, the, again, their, their linebacker, uh, did not practice with an ankle. Rodney Hudson, center, did not practice with a knee. Uh, Matt Prater, uh, left hip, their kicker, did not practice. Justin Pugh, knee, did not practice. Uh, Jalen Thompson, hamstring, was limited. He did not practice yesterday. Darrell Williams, of course, uh, former LSU Tiger, uh, did not practice with a knee. Uh, Eno Benjamin, uh, the running back, did not practice with a, I'm sorry, limited with a foot. Zavin Collins, who I really like coming out of the draft, shoulder injury limited. Uh, Dogby, elbow, he's a defensive end, limited practice. Uh, Trayvon Mullen, hamstring, cornerback, limited practice. Rashard Lawrence, former LSU uh, uh, player, hand injury, was a full practice, participant practice today. So, you know, these Thursday night games, it's hard. When you are in the midst of, again, um, just being overrun by injuries, it's hard to get out of your own way on that situation. So we'll see how it plays out um, with uh, the situation with the Saints as they go as they go forward. Hopefully, we're going to be in a, we're going to be in a situation where uh, you know you heard Dennis Allen say last week the reason why he had Jameis Winston up was was because he needed to fill out the forty eight, which again tells you a lot about where this team is right now in terms of injuries. Uh, hopefully, we will see a team that um, is ready to go on Thursday. If they could steal this when you feel a little bit better going into the bye week. We talked about it the last or yesterday. Um, 11 to 16 teams in the NFC right now have three or four losses. You're not out of this thing by any, any stretch of the imagination. If you can get healthy coming out of the mini bye, maybe you can make a run. But uh, the things have got to change, man. And one of those things that have to change is on the defensive end, you got to stop the explosive plays. they got to play, they got to play with more of a sense of urgency offensively. Uh, I want to see more of Taysom Hill. I'm surprised we didn't see more of Taysom Hill last week. And, and one of the things that they talked about was, again, because he's the emergency quarterback. Man, he's one of two of, of again, your, your, your really star players and, and really guys that have to be accounted for on the field. Um, you know, him and Kamara. And when you don't utilize him as much as maybe, again, they did the week before, uh, I think it hurts your chances to win. With that said, Saints led almost the entire game to the last three minutes. Defensively, they let down. That's why they're sitting here now at 2-4. and four. All right, let's talk Tulane. It's an exciting time uh, on, uh, in Uptown New Orleans right now with Tulane. Uh, they are 25th ranked in both polls, uh, coming off a, a, a really big win against South Florida. And, and of course, uh, look, looking forward to Memphis at home with homecoming. Uh, the vibe Uptown is incredible. And, and, of course, hopefully, again, that stadium will be packed. This team deserves the, 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 uh, uh, the support. And uh, to break it down for us, she's closer than anybody else. She's a Tulane sideline reporter. She also writes about the Saints for, for Saints Wire. Maddie Hudak joins us on the program. Maddie, how are you? It's good to be uh, among the ranks, like you said, uh, for a rare time for Tulane. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. It's well-deserved, too. I mean, again, the USM loss was a hiccup. You hope that it was a learning experience for the rest of the season. So far, it looks like it has been. But uh, they are so deserving of this opportunity in both coaches, coaches and the AP to be in the top 25. Absolutely. And, and I've kind of been saying this, and Dorian Williams earlier in his post-practice uh, presser kind of echoed the same thing, where the USM loss might not have been the worst thing in the world, all things considered, you know, to, 
just have a taste of how quickly this really, really great feeling that they've built upon can flip away. I, I think kind of having that out of the way earlier in the season almost made them more locked in moving forward. You've seen all phases of the game since that game where they all kind of broke down in their own way, really sore up. You know, Valentino Ambrosio, he has really stepped in at kicker, uh, even though there, I believe there was a miss at the beginning of the USF game, but it was, it wasn't really showing on the broadcast, but it was a little rainy at times. I don't know how much that had to do with things, but you've seen the defense bend. You've seen them not break, uh, they make takeaways in order to put the offense in a position to win. But the USF game really showed to me that the offense can actually take charge and it doesn't always have to be the defense. Michael Pratt has thrown for two career highs, two weeks in a row, thrown several, several touchdowns in the air with zero interceptions and then adds, you know, one to two rushing touchdowns a game as well. So I don't even know what more you could ask for from these guys. And that's not even bringing up Tajay Spears. Yeah, and he was played. He was played absolutely magnificent. And then, then we got a chance to see Shotty Clayton last week. Uh, he's got a little bit of a burst there, uh, fifty-four yards on ten carries. Uh, you know, I, I like the direction that they're going on offense. And you know, I, I mentioned this last week, uh, uh, Maddie. And you know, uh, he Pratt reminds me of Joe Burrow. I mean, just the intangibles that he brings to the table, uh, the way he up, uplifts his team. Uh, again, the accuracy, his ability to be able to move, tough as nails. I mean, there's so many attributes you see in Joe Burrow in his senior, uh, in his last year at, at LSU that you see in Pratt now. I'd love you to comment on it. Yeah, I think his leadership is, is stands out in a lot of different ways. You see it on the field. You see it in the way they all stuck together through last season, the way that they really they You know, it, it's pretty impressive to me that the team stayed so together despite only winning two games last year and you don't really do that unless you think that you have a quarterback that's going to put you in a position to lead and win you games but the Houston game to me is where you really see his leadership come into play he wasn't able to play with his birthday it was a really big game all things considered and he's on the sideline pumping everyone up running up and down when Justin Ivieta got hurt. He was there with him the entire time, not leaving his side. He was sitting there with Kai Horton going over things. And rather than kind of sulk or be upset that his moment wasn't that night, you could really see how much he means to this team. But I, I agree, he's tough as nails and sometimes to a detriment, although I, he has kind of started right. sliding as of late. But he has better protection now, and he doesn't make unnecessary mistakes, and that really sticks out to me as well. Uh, I think, again, the USM loss, where you think of the interception he threw and how he's been really accurate ever since that, uh, mm -hmm. I think he's very deliberate and, and patient in the way that games unfold. You know, it, it took a little while for the running game and the passing game to get going. Uh, you see him try a throw that didn't work a, a couple of times, but, you know, they can pull it off in practice. And kind of like the uh, Deuce Watts touchdown after, where you know, Shea Wyatt uh, didn't record the pass in the end zone, He's really willing to kind of stick with the plan, change with the week, and it's not about him. It's about the team, and he always shouts out his offensive line, his blockers, the running backs. He's, he's really just you know a, a team guy and an ultimate leader to me. You know, we we mentioned Southern Miss, and again, with, with that with that that game, what it meant. Look, it hurt at the time. There's no doubt about it. They probably would have been in the top 25 a little bit quicker, but it wasn't a conference game, so that helped. And going into the South Florida game, and again with them with just one win, uh, again they, they they took care of business where where they should have. And look, I'm gonna tell you, I mentioned this to the audience yesterday when when Tim Bohannon got hurt, it was a little bit scary. He seemed to be the best player on the field at, at that point, but after he got hurt, it, again the Tulane defense took over. 
And, and to me, that's where the rubber hits the road for this team. This defense, again, smothering, uh, you know, sure tackling. Uh, again, they had 31 points put on them uh, this, this past week. That's a little bit out of the ordinary. Uh, but nevertheless, again, they came to play. Uh, and one of the reasons why I think they ended up, uh, again, victorious against uh, Southern Miss. Oh, absolutely, and I'm really kind of carrying uh, them initially throughout this season. But, yeah, you never wish injury on another player, but it it was very clear that he was one of the more mobile quarterbacks they were going to end up facing. And it's just, again, the mental toughness sticks out to me, and it was kind of a turning point for them. You know, it was after they won against Kansas State in a huge upset on the road. Can they kind of keep that momentum going? And then, you know, they fell to Southern Miss, but – the next week, they have to play their backup quarterback. He goes out in the opening series, and their third-string quarterback leads them to a walk-off overtime touchdown. Uh, right. And then they've, they've kept winning ever since then. You know, ECU was a team that put up 50-something points on them last season, and they held them to nine points. And then, yeah, to go into USF, know it was on the line there. I think all those questions of is Tulane able to handle this you know, idea of success, uh, I mean, it's been seven games at this point. They've won six of them. So I think they've really shown that they can hang with the big dogs. Like we've seen in Kansas State, they can hang in a game where things are slow to get going on offense, like we've seen in a few games as well. And then a game where there are more points scored on defense, we saw, again, you know, the offense really take the reins and, and move forward. So when you're game planning against them, you really have to consider – all phases of the game, the way that the secondary is able to disguise himself week after week. You know, Lemmy Young was really blitzing and getting uh, more into the box last week, and that's something we hadn't seen yet this season. So there's so many wrinkles in their game plan, and I really just hope people are really recognizing that this isn't just a fluke. It's not just an easy schedule type thing. They've made such a turnaround from last year, and it looks like that in fall camp. But to see it play out now through seven weeks, it's really setting up a good homecoming setting. Really nothing easy going forward for them, though. Again, Memphis this week at home, homecoming, and then, of course, November is a bear for this team uh, as they go forward. Let's take Memphis first. Uh, how, does, how does Tulane come out on top against Memphis this weekend? I mean, you, you think that they're going to try to shut down Tajay Spears considering what he did against them last year with the fourth uh, best single-game rushing record for Tulane history, and Matt Forte holds all top three, so it's not bad company for Tajay Spears, but you know, they run a lot of three linebacker sets, and that's good against the run, but when you have someone like Michael Pratt, a quarterback, you're always kind of having to account for that anyway. So to have less guys in coverage, Michael Pratt has been spreading out the ball, and these receivers have been stepping up. You know, he spread the ball out to nine different receivers last week. There's so many guys on this team with, with uh, touches. Tyreek James is a huge red zone threat. You can see how much Day-Day McDougal and him have a connection on balls that might be a little high here or there or thrown, you know, where he's not necessarily there is anticipation with McDougal really shows. I think Jaquan Jackson has also come on really strong. And then you have Deuce Watts pulling the Randy Moss type moves week after week. So I think this is really a game primed for the passing game. Uh, I think that again, when you have someone like Tajay Spears, you never go away from the run game in that aspect, but it's kind of the same formula we've seen week after week where it, it, it's a winnable game as long as they execute their assignments, don't miss tackles, and don't get too wrapped up in perhaps, you know, a blown play here and there, which I think is something that they've done really well. You know, it's not mm-hmm. the next series all of a sudden they're all out of sorts. It's We can't let that happen again. So to, to me, 
Memphis gave them trouble last year, but it's hard to explain what the chicken or the egg was last year at this point. But I just think the momentum is on Tulane's side, and I do expect this to be a game with a high score for the Green Wave. Talk about the vibe uptown right now with within the university. I mean, I know it's homecoming. A, a lot of alumni want to come back. This is a great time to come back. Uh, again, there's been a lot of talk about hoping game day will we'll make it down the Tulane eventually. you got to keep winning for that to happen, even, even being the, the cards here. But this is a big one. You know, Memphis has been a tough opponent, especially on the road at Memphis. But, again, nevertheless, uh, it's within the conference. It's right before the bye week. Talk a little bit about, um, uh, about this game and, of course, uh, uh, just just the, the the fans and will we see a full stadium on on uh, on Saturday? I really hope that we do. I mean, the, the, what, before it was well, if Tulane wins games and fans will show up. Well, uh, again, they're in the top twenty five for the first time since nineteen ninety eight, earliest in school history that they're bowl eligible, and that's without considering the circumstances again of last year and the fact that Willie Fritz has the gall to clean house essentially and they basically started over with an entirely new coaching staff all of those pieces seem to fit together these guys have been playing lights out they've been playing for each other a lot of them are seniors so this is their last homecoming guys like nick anderson dorian williams who are likely looking at the draft sincere hainsworth and they, again what they went through last year what they've been able to do this season it's nothing short of fun football you know if you're an lsu fan then fine it's hard to kind of argue with that but there are so many people in the new orleans area that you know are kind of homeless in terms of having a home football team and it's supposed to be a beautiful weekend this is a team that's looking at you know a potential conference championship and Mm -hmm. if they win out you know that that new year's six is not out of the question at this point now that every g5 team has one loss so you could be in the midst of witnessing history and it's a great atmosphere and Tajay talked about it earlier in his post-conference presser where he just he kind of looks like a kid in a candy shop. It was a little adorable where he's like, you know, it would be so cool to score a touchdown and look up and see fans cheering. And yes. if you don't think at this point that these guys deserve to have that kind of reaction, then please try to prove yourself wrong and show up uh, for this weekend. Uh, there's going to be former players there, Ryan Wright, who uh, people might be a little aggravated after throwing a fake punt against uh, – the Saints mm. in the NFL, he's supposed right. to be there. I think there's going to be a lot of people there, and it's going to be a really good time. And uh, as Willie Fritz always says, great seats, cheap beer, and good atmosphere. Yeah, it, 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 look, it, it ought to be electric. It, it should be electric. Again, I mean, if you're a Tulane fan, to look at the stand as you see Tulane 3-0, and 6-1, top of the conference. You know, to, to go to the top 25 and to be able to see them in, in, in ranked. I mean, again, this is, this is the best of times right now. So, again, if you're a Tulane fan, there's no excuse. Get out to, to, the, to the stadium. And even if you're not, you want to see some good football and a great atmosphere, uh, do it as well. Yeah, great logo to boot as well. And I've seen Amen. that be – a good calling card. So get get some green and blue, and then please show up to Yelman this Saturday. There you go. Tell us about how folks can hear it on the radio and also, again, how folks can follow what you're doing uh, and how they can follow you on social media. And so I believe we're on 104.1 The Spot, although we might be getting an expanded coverage this week. So that will be something that will be all over you know, social media, which, again, I kind of say is the best hub for you know, all sports people. My Twitter is MattyHudak underscore 94. I'm writing for USA Today's The Saints Wire. I put all my articles on there, but all of the coverage information about the broadcast for this weekend will be on there. We always go on the air an hour before, and I'm biased, but I think that we have a great trio to uh, boot. So 
Yep. Looking forward to this weekend and Bull Wave. Bull Wave. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, and, and how could folks follow, follow you on Twitter? Uh, yeah, it's at Maddie Hudak underscore 94. Thanks so much for your time. Best of luck to you in the wave this weekend. Everybody's pulling for them, and uh, we'll, we'll have you back on soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate her time. Again, uh, Maddie Hudak does a great job. Her, her, I didn't get the Saints with her today because we're going to be tight on our, our, our time, but does a great job writing uh, for Saints Wire as well. So check out her articles. She does a fantastic job there. Hey, don't forget about my friends with Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Look, uh, it's getting a little chilly out there. And uh, have you had your heater inspected? I mean, again, I've been talking about it loud throughout the last week. Um, having your heater inspected by a professional like Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating uh, is about safety for your family and yourself. Uh, it's about making sure that that heater is cleaned, uh, that it's been thoroughly inspected so you don't have problems with, again, a possible fire or, again, carbon monoxide poisoning. That should be done every single year, bar none. Uh, so, again, if you haven't had your heater inspected yet, uh, please give my friends at Burkhardt a call. Uh, they have 15 trucks in the field. They have a 30-minute courtesy call. They're only coming out to do the work that's necessary. They're going to give that, that, that heater uh, a thorough inspection and cleaning. So, again, you don't have to worry about it again until next year. And, again, you have the peace of mind of knowing when the heater cranks up and, again, you're getting, it's getting, you know, you're getting the, um, uh, we get into the cold, cold um, uh, days of New Orleans, uh, that you don't have to worry about your family. You don't have to worry about, again, that heater malfunctioning on you. Again, uh, looking for the heater inspection. Think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com is next. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Mucinex DM. Say goodbye to retaking medicine every few hours. Buy Mucinex DM to get cough and chest congestion relief for three times longer than typical four-hour cough and chest congestion medicines. That's three times longer relief for chest congestion and cough. Nothing lasts longer. Among OTC, cough and cold medicines use as directed. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound from Orleans to Canal. And then delays pick back up 10 westbound right at Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid right at Canal Boulevard. And on the eastbound side, delays are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are solid. From Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit, also look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Also, in the meantime, look out for a stalled vehicle blocking the right lane on 10 westbound just past Loyola. And look out for an accident south Claiborne at Audubon Boulevard. And school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brander Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. 
Sports Beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you're teaching your kids to parallel park. He likes to do it by feel. Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers. And headlights, 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Don't forget about my friend over at Dover, Dave Me at Insurance. If you're a contractor, professional, if you're a business owner, if you're a business property owner, uh, if you're looking for general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp, commercial property, or automobile coverage for commercial and business customers, uh, Dave Miet's got you covered. Dave Miet is an independent insurance agency. So, again, he's working for you, okay? Uh, can search over 50 companies for the best coverage, for the best price for you. And then, of course, the service after the sale. You know, again, nothing more frustrating than, again, you're trying to get to a job, trying to get a job started, can't get in touch with the insurance agent, can't get your insurance certificate, you know, you're trying, trying to figure things out things out. And look, one thing I know is Dave Miet will pick up the phone. 504-556-0809. He's there for his customers before and after the sale. Uh, it's a one-stop shop for you, his website, when it comes to insurance needs. da 
D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-H-C.com. And, of course, Dave's going to be there for you. Uh, if you're looking to have an appointment, to sit down with him to find out everything he can offer you as an insurance agent, uh, set up a meeting for him on his, on his office on Veterans Next to Shogun. 504-556-0809. You want to save, call Dave. Again, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-H-C.com. Dave Miet Insurance. Again, Dave Miet Insurance since, again, uh, since 1958. All right. I want to thank um, Matty Hudak for joining us for the program. Big weekend for Tulane as, again, they um, uh, take on Memphis, and then they got their bye week, and then uh, November is just tough, a very tough schedule. And we're going to find out who Tulane is over the next five or so weeks um, because the schedule really gets difficult for them. Uh, As far as LSU goes, an incredible win. Uh, this past weekend against Florida, and I told you last week, I, f- I felt they would they would win, uh, they win that game. Um, I'm starting to feel the same way about this game against Ole Miss. Um, LSU's playing really good ball with the way Jade Daniels played last week. The offensive line, um, uh, you got really got to like again the, 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 their chances, especially if he can he can put that type of effort out every single week from this point going forward. There's no reason why this team can't be in every single game. Um, and to break it down for us uh, from TigerBait.com. Mike Scarborough joins us on the program. Mike, how are you, bud? I'm doing good. And so after hearing you say that, you're now the third media guy that I've heard today. Uh, two of them on the air and one of them uh, on a phone call saying they think LSU's going to win this weekend. So, And I want to go the other way. So, Right. And a couple of the guys I talked to are not homers. So... Uh, I, I just feel good after watching Daniel's performance last week. Look, to me, the biggest, the biggest, uh, the question mark for this team going in was quarterback, right? I mean, this guy had six touchdowns last week. It's two weeks in a row that he's gone through his progressions. He's fairly accurate. Uh, he doesn't seem to be flustered again, uh, and, and and the offensive line is playing much better. Uh, they, they, look. Josh Williams, who I criticized last week, saying maybe he wasn't an SEC back, uh, he goes out and gets over 100 yards rushing. Uh, Boutique finally got involved in the, in the offense. And, and defensively, they've had some holes, but I still believe that, again, if Matt House can put the right uh, system together for, for, for Ole Miss, I think this defense can hang. You know, I, I just uh, – I've kind of gotten the feeling that this – this LSU team is going to be look look really good one week and not so good the next week. Um, and so, are, are they going to put several weeks in a row together like that? Because um, if they if they do indeed upset Ole Miss, and that would put them at six and two, um, that puts the the likelihood. And particularly when you think down the line of, of you know, when do you get Major Burns back, uh, Dellinger, right. uh, and others? Sure. Um, you know, you're you're really getting to that deal where you're at, you you are going to meet that eight and four uh, record that most people had LSU at in the preseason. Uh, I know there was a lot of people who were at seven and five. Whereas three weeks ago, you're like there was no way they're going to meet expectations, and they're probably not going to be bowl eligible. Now, right. now look at look look at the way the tables have turned. Look at the quarterback play. I mean, <laughs> I think that's the biggest difference. I mean, again, look, after 10, after 10, I said this last week, it was hard for me to buy into Tennessee because, you know, Tennessee had the lead and they were playing kind of soft and, and, and Daniels comes up with a 300-yard game. But he did play better in that game. 
Okay, but when I, when I see what he did again against Florida, and I went back and watched the game a second time, you know, again I was so impressed. But again, with with just his demeanor, how he again the more more than anything else, not locking in on one receiver like we've seen before, going through his multiple progressions, not taking off running and, and looking to run, but looking to be able to throw the ball downfield. His accuracy is, you know, it can be hot and cold at times, but he seemed to be fairly accurate against against Florida. And look, uh, what was it? I think it was nine different receivers had an opportunity to catch the football. Yeah, Butte goes Butte goes over 100 yards. Um, you know, you, 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 I mean, obviously, a lot of people, you know, are kind of saying that maybe House's defense has not been as good as they thought it would be. But I mean, you take out the 81 yard from Richardson, and then you know, maybe the, that looks different. Absolutely. Um, what you know, what Florida accomplished offensively, but um, I think the other thing, part of it too, and is I think LSU's actually performed better on the road than they have at home. So, you know, do they finally look look the way they did at Auburn and Florida at home? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. You know, certainly, you know, Ole Miss and Tennessee are different opponents than Auburn and Florida. Right. But still, uh, I, I think just the the body language, the um, the, the extra pep in their step. Uh, the, they have looked like a different team in my mind on the road than they have at home. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe a little know. less pressure on them. But look, it's, oh. it's a nationally televised game this week. I will say this about defense: I was surprised that Perkins did not play a lot in the Tennessee game. He played again um, uh, against against Florida. This is a kid that you. I don't think the kid comes off the field. I mean, that was one. That was one of the things when I'm questioning well, Madhouse. I'm questioning how do you not play this guy? I don't care if you want to play the Sam linebacker or not. This guy's got to be on the field. He's one of the best players on your defense. I, I think probably what's happening is is they're they're they want him on the field just as bad as the fans do, and so you know without knowing, you know, and, and that's one of the deals. We don't get coordinators uh, during the season or position coaches, uh, and even if we did. It's not like he's going to, you know, map it out for you and say, well, here's the problem. Uh, he can't grasp when we go to the, in this situation and we make these substitutions and want to run this package. He's still not where he needs to be. And, um, you know, it, uh, believe me, if, if Perkins is, is able to grasp everything that they, they want the linebacker in that spot to do, he'd be out there. Uh, nobody wants him out there probably more than they do. Um. When you look at, give me your assessment of Daniels. I'll give you mine. Give me yours. Um, I, I think he's a difference maker, and um, yeah. So some of the time I've wondered, you know, might the things have been different for him um, had he been at LSU longer? Um, I, I, I don't know. It, you know, is it just is it just really been the, the, the needing the extra game reps? Um, certainly, he's been hampered by an offensive line that's had what five or six different uh, you know scenarios and, and, and players. Miles Frazier's the only one that's been consistent across all all the starting units the whole season. Uh, he hasn't been helped by much of a running game either. Uh, now all of a sudden, that's there. So. Uh, you go into the Tennessee game, you, you lose Will Campbell the night before. What, and what a 10-day period he's had. He goes from having a yeah. seizure and being hospitalized to SEC Offensive Player of the Week within 10 days. Amazing. So, Amazing. Yeah. 
amazing. Yeah. And, and how he's handled this year. I mean, as a true freshman playing again in the SEC at left tackle. Come on, that doesn't happen often. Yeah. So, so you know, but back to your original question about Daniels, it's like, you know, got another discussion this morning about, well, what is Daniels going to do? Is he going to go pro? Does Kelly try to convince him to come back? And, look, it, you know, I, I don't expect him to have three rushing touchdown, three passing uh, six total uh, touchdown games uh, the rest of the way. Maybe he does it against UAB. I don't know. Um, but if he has similar performances and, and, and nice stat lines and LSU uh, wins a couple of games and, and uh, the rest of the way and, and maybe, uh, you know, because you figure it out now. Let's say they win this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go ahead and, you know, go ahead and put the L for, for uh, Alabama if you want. Um, I mean, you beat UAB. All they need to do is split, uh, you know, split Arkansas and A and M road games, and and you, you're at that eight and four. Right. So, man, is, is is there even a scenario where they could get to nine and three? I don't think so. But man. Uh, To to me, the biggest question mark all year has been the quarterback position. And, 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 you know, Daniel's inconsistency, and he's played well the last two weeks. Plus, again, look, I've seen a couple Ole Miss games. Uh, I wasn't real impressed. I went last night when I was doing my research, went and looked at their schedule. I mean, who did they play this year? Kentucky? Auburn? That's it. I mean, Troy, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, Tulsa, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Auburn. I mean – I get it. They're undefeated. They're in the SEC. They're seventh in the nation. But who really tested them this year? Kentucky? That's it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I asked Preston in our postgame show what he thought the line would be. And, of course, he said eight. I thought it, that might have been about right. Uh, but I, I admittedly had not seen a whole lot of Ole Miss, only highlights. Um. And so the line comes out there, two and a half point favorite. Now, well, a few days later, LSU's the favorite. So, you know, I, I know that the Vegas stuff is where the money's going, and, and they're sure. playing the game right. still. Absolutely. Um, we'll see. It's just it's just uh, a gut I, feeling. I, I, I got to be honest I, I with you, be Mike. You it, it is. I mean. Um, I just I go by again looking at who who the, their opponents have been. Okay, well how did they how did they get to seven? How did they get to seven and zero? How did they get to seventh in the nation? Well, I mean I look at the schedule. I'm like, well, <laughs> there's the tail of the tape. There they played one team really. Well, I mean I'm not taking anything away from Auburn, but they again because they you know again they well, they they, they, they did the they did that they did that at what they did that at uh, at. Um, um, at, at home, it wasn't like they, they had to go to, um, to to Auburn to win that game. Um, you know, matter of fact, the one in Kentucky, they won at home. So, well, um, and, I, and by and by the way, okay, before the, the debacle against the Volunteers, you know, a lot of people were saying, "Man, it, it uh, sure would like to have played Florida State again, or mm-hmm. if they played again, LSU would win." Sure, it might be undefeated right now, and then you you know start off the Tennessee game the way you did and get thoroughly embarrassed at home mm-hmm. and so you know depending on how these rosy scenarios we're talking about right now that could play out uh, in, in a real nice way and then what we see what tennessee does to alabama a week later right. you know do, do you look back uh in a month or so and say you know what uh that really wasn't uh a, a, a 
a, a really bad LSU team, you're just looking at a great ball team that's that's having a magical season. And I, I would I would I would agree with you. Okay, based on what I saw last week against Alabama, um, yeah, Tennessee is for real. Okay, yeah. and uh, you know, so I mean, again, th- th- there's no shame again. Now, now, again, you don't like the way they got beat. I mean, a lot, in a lot of cases, they they self destructed. Um, but again, it it would give you a little give you a little insight into what Daniels could be, and and like I said, I didn't buy into it. I'm saying, okay, no, there's no way. I said, you know, this is the 300 yards again. And, you know, it's because of again the uh, you know the big lead and kind of playing them loose. But last week really impressed me, and that's what a SEC quarterback looks like. And, well, yeah, and, and you know, and, if you're going to win in the SEC, you got to have a quarterback. Yeah, and so. It, 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 when you look at what Tennessee's doing right now, and I'm not going to compare them to 2019 LSU, but when you see teams that head towards a national championship mm-hmm. or playoffs, uh, they often do make uh, good teams in the league look the way LSU looked against the Vols. So, um, Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I think they look a lot like the 2019 LSU team. I mean, I, I think they do. Um, you know, quarterback defense. You go right down the line. How they're playing. I mean, uh, the, the, they remind me a lot of the, a lot of that uh, that that team. Now, again, that's well, one, you know considered you know, the greatest I, team I, of all I, time. You know, maybe it's because LSU didn't play Tennessee a whole lot, and we don't. Right. Uh, I don't. I, you know, we don't have a whole lot of ball fans uh, in our face around here. But uh, I, I, most LSU fans I know are pulling for them and, and hope they do do it. Yeah. Why not? I mean, again, uh, you know that. They've um, they've had to had to scratch their way back to to to, um, uh, to legitimacy and prominence and 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 uh, prominence now. So we'll see how it plays out. How do you feel about this weekend? We only got a few minutes left. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't know. Maybe if it's I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna fall in line of group think. I, I, I was asked yesterday, and I, I kind of had had the uh, the, the attitude uh, that uh, I pick against LSU every week the rest of the way. And then when they mm-hmm. win one like they did against Florida, it'd be a pleasant surprise and uh, a much more enjoyable post-game show. Um, but um, I, I, I don't know which way to go. But I'm, I'm starting to come around. To, I, I guess I, I guess you talked me into it, Eric. I'm, I'm, maybe I'll pick <laughs> LSU this week. Well, I mean, again, look, we know that um, Ole Miss got a pretty good offensive line. Uh, LSU's offensive line is improving every week. Uh, Daniel's escapability is something that, that again, is, is a plus with, with his ability to be able – and, look, you saw those two touchdowns runs, right, to either side of the uh, of the end zone, uh, I mean, to the corners. Once he gets uh, uh, gets a little bit of a crack there and puts the speed on, there's not many guys that can catch him. Well, but, you know, I will say this, though, about Ole Miss. They won 10 games last year, and they're 7-0 and now. So Lane Kiffin is doing what, what – what what, you, what you're supposed to do? Uh, he's I agree. It done. Uh, he is, no doubt. You, you might even though you might say their schedules, you know, they haven't been tested. Well, he but he is taking care of business. So, um, well, their their test is the back end of their schedule. I mean, again, you know, a and LSU, A and M, Alabama, Arkansas, you know, Mississippi State. I mean, that's that's where the meat of their schedule is, the back end. Yeah, and do they play Arkansas and Fayetteville? You know. Yeah, they, they play Arkansas in, in Fayetteville, yes. I mean, right now, I think LSU's better than Arkansas, but it, it, it's always tough to go to Fayetteville. Right. Agreed. Agreed. You know, and, and then that's coming off of an Alabama game, you know, again, where, again, you know they're going to be beat up. 
Right. So, right. and you know, Alabama's going to be Alabama's going to be loaded for bear for the rest of the season after after well, after losing to Tennessee. Okay, you that's, you know that Saban's going to have them ready to play. Yeah, when they when they when, when what happened at Tennessee happened to them, um, I, you you you, uh, you you know it's coming from Alabama the rest of the way. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Mike, uh, as always, man, very much appreciate your time. Tell the folks, again, about your fantastic site. I'm just saying right now, folks, if you're an LSU fan, I don't know how you cannot subscribe to Tiger Bait. First of all, it's inexpensive for you. You're getting all this great information, the message boards, and then now the YouTube channel, which is, again, blowing up. Mike, tell us all about it. Yeah, go to TigerBait.com. I think we're the only one that has gotten it up there. Um, In fact, I checked it. I know we're the only one. Uh, We've got the full Kim Mulkey. Uh, her whole uh, press conference from SEC Media Days, uh, Basketball Media Days today, and she was really, really good. And so we've got that up there. They're picked third uh, in the SEC. And so that, that, that's saying something when she's replacing her whole starting lineup except Morris. So we've got uh, all of your football coverage, recruiting. We're going to have a nice recruiting weekend. And uh, film Doug. Uh, <laughs> Uh, John JD JD Lafleur John David Lafleur from Sulphur uh, Friday night David Lafleur's uh, son he's a sophomore right. Sulphur he's already six six two forty check that out on the front page of Tiger Bait there you go Mike thanks for the time at uh, uh, Mike give it tell us the, the, the Twitter handle if you would yeah at Scarborough Mike and go to our YouTube channel LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait and hit the subscription button and notification bell uh, we're, we're loading stuff up there every day we're gonna have player interviews tonight. And so all, all that stuff's free on YouTube. Thank you, my friend. Check in with you next week. All right, Eric. Thank you. There he goes, Mike Scarborough. And look, folks, I'm not trying to be a homer here. I mean, I'm just – look, I know Lane Kiffin has turned this, this program around. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but something can be said when you have strong quarterback play in the SEC. And as long as what we've seen the last two weeks is not a fluke with Jaden Daniels, that takes this LSU team to another level. And then, of course, I, I mentioned it. Who, have, who has Ole Miss played this year? They played Kentucky. That's it. You can talk maybe about all, but they played Kentucky. So, to me, I think LSU is more battle-tested at this point as well. And, um, you know, home crowd uh, with a lot on the line. Let's see how, how it plays out. I'm feeling really good about the way LSU's playing right now, especially, again, at the quarterback position. Hopefully that that continues. All right, don't forget again about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Folks, I don't care where you live. Uh, Your AC isn't working. You need help with your heating system. Maybe you're looking for a new air conditioner heating system for your home or your business. Uh, Burkhardt has you covered. They're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry, and then the service after the sale is impeccable. 15 trucks on the field, 30-minute courtesy call uh, before they come to your home. Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary honesty reliability again it's what Burkhardt stands for uh, again the reputation precedes them when it comes to industrial and commercial again they're the, they're who contractors choose to be able to handle all their HVAC work there's a reason why they're the pros they're the experts they stay up with the latest when it comes to HVAC and, and of course uh, uh, whether it be putting a generator in your home that alcohol home treatment system uh, they got you covered. Go with the company I've trusted for 30 years, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in tech. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Meehan Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property, insurance and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price call click or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or dave me at insagency.com if you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system you want someone who will be there to help right away take it from me eric asher when it comes to repair there's no one i trust more than my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. What's your name? Mary. Everybody's feeling the love. And you were raised to be a hunter. All kinds of monsters. For the Winchesters. She's meaner when you get to know her. Tonight on The CW, catch the new hit series critics are calling Engaging and Fun. A confident, entertaining prequel. Definitely a journey worth taking. So you're all in, huh? I was born to do this. The Winchesters. Don't miss the new hit series all new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 7 on NOLA 38, The CW. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Come join our growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. This Halloween, it's the season for spooktacular fun and, uh uh-oh, empty candy bowls. Swoop in or online to Walgreens to fill your Halloween bowl with our weekly Treats of the Week deals. Because if it's we can't run out of candy season, it's Walgreens season. Looking for more customers? Running Boards Marketing is the leader in effective and affordable advertising on digital mobile billboard trucks. Just like this radio ad, digital mobile billboards will enhance your existing advertising efforts, making any marketing campaign more efficient and effective. Your brand message will be hard to ignore and highly impactful, with rates starting as low as $2.97 per month. Learn more by visiting runningboardsmarketing.com today. That's runningboardsmarketing.com and allow us to drive your message to where the people are. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. I want to thank Mike Scarborough, Matty Hudak for joining us in the first hour. Uh, we'll talk some Pels with Christopher Dotson at the uh, at 5.15, and we'll finish up with Jeff Duncan of uh, the Times-Picayune at 5.35. Yeah, look, last week uh, wasn't feeling too good about Jaden Daniels, and we were talking about what? Possibly uh, bringing in Nussmeyer, right? Uh, but he seems to turn a corner. Hopefully, again, that's something that will continue. If that happens, LSU is a different team uh, with, again, a, a dual-threat quarterback uh, with the skill set that he has. Hopefully he has because, again, that's to me, that's the biggest difference when it comes to um, uh, college football, especially in the SEC. you got a quarterback, got a shot. You're, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. 
Coming up in this hour, Christopher Dodson's going to join us at about 5.15. Uh, he'll be on his way to Brooklyn tomorrow morning. Uh, again, the Pelicans taking on Brooklyn, opening up their uh, season uh, against the Nets. The NBA starts tonight, the regular season, so again, you can check that out on TNT uh, as they open up tonight. And, of course, um, uh, in the break, I try to catch up in the break on, uh, on, on maybe breaking news, and I got a chance to listen to Pete Carmichael's uh, press conference uh, today. Where again he, he took he took the, um, the the blame and rightly so. Look, gutless, unimaginative. I'm sorry. Okay, um, I I thought we'd see more out of Pete Carmichael as an offensive coordinator, and maybe again he's going to continue to grow. But um, inexcusable to not use Taysom Hill more than nine times on Sunday. And he was asked a direct question by one of the reporters. You know, was that a byproduct of him being the, the second string quarterback? And he said no. You know, I was giving him a little bit of a, a little bit of an excuse there. Because, again, he was the only other quarterback that was up. But that is that is inexcusable. I believe he got the ball once in the red zone. Once. Okay, now I'm only halfway through the game. Um, I'm watching it a second time. But, I mean, I said it yesterday. You know, you got Alvin Kamara and you got, you got Taysom Hill. Those are your two weapons right now. You know, you, you can talk about, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Rashid Shaheed, what he did on his one carry. Um he looks like he's got a little bit of speed, but well, let's face it. You, you get you get two weapons. You you used Kamara. You didn't use Taysom Hill. Especially after coming back off of what, what happened uh, the week before. I mean, I didn't see the jumbo-jumbo package at all. Why, it's working. Why not use it? Now, look, I get it. They ran for 228 yards. And, yes, Ingram had a pretty good game. Nine carries, 46 yards. But that's nine carries, 46 yards of running the ball straight at, at, at the line. Whereas, again, if Taysom's getting some of those carries, he's got a chance to be able to break that for a touchdown. And uh, you can't be in a situation where you're not willing to be able to use your stars. And, and, and I, I, don't, I just don't get There's no rhyme or reason with this offense right now. Um, as far as, uh, as what I mentioned earlier this uh, in, in the show today, I really think that you know, I don't think they're rushing anybody back, okay? I really don't. Uh, the, the injury list is long this week. I think they're going to look at this mini-buy, this 10 days off, to be able to try to get guys healed up and hopefully back on the field. Uh, Michael Thomas is uh, did not practice again today. Neither Jarvis Landry, Andres Pete, Adam Troutman, Kirkwood, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, all did not practice. Mark Ingram was limited. Adebo was limited. Marcus May went full today. Uh, Ramshack, rest, he was limited. Uh, Throckmorton, uh, limited. Peyton Turner with a chest, limited. Uh, Jameis Winston, limited. Andy Dalton with his back, limited. So, you know, I'm sure that we'll see Andy Dalton this week. Um, I'm, uh, I'm sure that, that, again, there's a real good possibility we may see Jameis Winston uh, when they come off the mini-buy in 10 days, if he's healed up enough. Um, it's a big week, man. Uh, the defense is going to be challenged here. When, when you start talking about the defense having to go up against Kyler Murray, here it is again, an, another mobile quarterback that gives them problems. But uh, to not use your stars, to not use your weapons when you are weaponless is crazy. And, and you got to wonder again, you know, we, we know now again I think we see more of the influence of, again, what Peyton did on that sidelines when it, when it came to play calling. Uh, you know, uh, look, Carmichael did it a few times, and he, and he did fantastic, but um, I mean, look, just to me, again, gutless and unimaginative. And, and, and that's got to change. That's got to change. Things are so close right now, it's not over at 2-4. and four. It's not over at 2-4. and four. 
you get a win this week. Okay, you're three and four going into the mini bye. If you can come back healthy and go for the stretch run, you still got a shot here. The NFC is close. Not a lot of teams with a lot of losses. What was it, 11 to 16 teams have three or four losses? So, again, to me, it's, it, you know, um, it comes down to, again, getting a little bit healthier. Uh, and, and, of course, not self-destructing as they've been doing through, through most of the season. You know, that, that, that's another big part of this. Pels open up tomorrow night against, um, against Brooklyn. I'm so excited. Uh, Zion Williamson said uh, uh, recently, he said he's starting. Don't worry, he's playing. Uh, that's, a good, that's good news. Uh, I've said all along, to me, the big question mark going into this season for Willie Green is uh, as a second-year head coach with an abundance of talent, with a deep, deep bench now is how do you keep everyone happy? How are you going to? Um, uh, how are you going to going to uh, structure your lineups going in? Um, uh, are you going to play ten? Are you going to play twelve? Are you going to play eight? I mean, I, I said it earlier, and, and and I mean this. Look, this is a team that, in a lot of cases, has been snake bitten with injuries. If you have a deep bench, and again, we on paper and based off what we've seen, we believe that again that there's a deep bench here. There's no reason not to be able to utilize that bench early. Play guys, again, especially your starters, the guys that, again, you're going to be counting on in the playoffs um, as, as minimal minutes as you, as, you, as you can to be able to win. And then be in a situation where as you get down to the stretch of the season, you're healthy. And you've got a lot of guys that have had playing time. Look, you know if you can defend and if you're healthy uh, and, and you can play in the half-court offense in, um, in the playoffs, you've got a chance to advance. Those are the things. So to, to me... Uh, it'll be interesting to see again uh, how, and I, we'll find out pretty simply, pretty within the first quarter of the season, how he's going to handle his his lineups, uh, who plays well together, what is he getting out of those lineups. Uh, but I'm excited about about Pelican basketball, and I think you should as well. Uh, again, opening up against Brooklyn tomorrow night. Uh, Utah is in town on 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 Sunday, and um, uh, hopefully again they get off to a, a fast start because that's been the issue. Uh, with this organization, with this team for a long, long time. The slow starts and having to be able to play catch-up constantly. Uh, be nice to be able to get out to, again, a fast start uh, and, um, and and serve notice. This is a team to be reckoned with for the entire season. All right. Let's talk a little Pelicans basketball with, with Christopher Dotson of Pelican Scoop. Again, he writes for Pelican Scoop. Also, again, uh, he'll tell us about the, the podcast he's involved in as well. Um Chris, welcome to the show. How are you, Christopher? Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me on. Always good, my friend. Uh, Chris, before we get started, tell the folks about everything you're involved in. Yeah, over at uh, Sports Illustrated's Pelican Scoop Next Work, uh, we're actually going to be in the building for the Brooklyn Nets home opener tomorrow night. We're really ramping up coverage, doing a lot over there to bring you, you know, exclusive stuff, some original stuff, and some in-depth stuff on the team. The Protecting Nets podcast will be back on opening night, and we're also doing a few things now with uh, video and podcasting as well over at, at Pelican Scoop. You can check out me. Uh, I think your folks will know about David Grubb. We've uh, teamed up to bring a lot more of the uh, video content as well as some in-depth writing. Again, check us out at Pelican Scoop. We've done a lot over the offseason, and it's really going to ramp up because, as you said, this is, this is like one of the most exciting seasons ever in, in New Orleans Pelicans history. Yeah, and maybe in New Orleans professional basketball history. I mean, if you really want to get into it, I mean, going all the way back to the Jazz uh, here in New Orleans. Um, what, what do you, give me your thoughts on this lineup, on, on, on this team, the depth of this team, uh, of what you've seen thus far just in the preseason. Uh, the depth just is something Willie Green will be able to lean on. I think a lot more this season. There will be a lot more com- 
competition for minutes. But as long as there's no injuries, it'll be, a, you know, one of those good problems to have, not a bad problem to have. But he done well last season, you know, leaning on people like Jackson Hayes, who hadn't really going to get, you know, he's out already. They're going to have to fill that in with Billy and, you know, Larry Nance is here. So that depth is, is really a strength of this team, even though everybody's going to talk about the big three and how they can lead them to, you know, maybe a second-round series, get to a game six and game seven. Who knows? You can always start talking yourself into Western Conference Finals if, if the top end of this team is healthy. Yeah, I think health's going to be going to be the key because I think on paper they're as, they're, they're as good as most teams in, in, in the West and, and, and in the NBA, especially now uh, with, again, Zion Williamson in shape uh, and looking like he's ready to go. The, the, the leadership of C.J. McCollum and, of course, Brandon Ingram back, back on the floor with the big three. But to me, this team is so much more than just the big three. It is, it is. And we have one of the best big threes in the league. But if you look at, say, the fifth through tenth man, if you took the, big, the top four off of every roster – I think the Pelicans would be the number one seed. I, I've looked at this. It's uh, something that's coming up where you start looking at the rankings and all these people that put out player rankings and their player efficiency ratings. If you look at our 6 through 12, 13, 14, 15th guy, I mean, we've got three guys sitting in the G League who logged NBA minutes last year. So this team's going to be a lot more than just Zion, CJ, and B.I. And that's, why, that's, that's one reason I think Willie Green will be in the conversation for Coach of the Year because of how he uses this depth and how he keeps everybody happy and that family atmosphere that we've all grown to know and love, mm-hmm. it continues. I think they have the ability to come at you in waves. I mean, they have guys that can score the basketball. We've seen Trey Murphy extend his his um, his range. Uh, Deontay Graham looks like the guy that was at Charlotte. Uh, you you look at on the defensive end, uh, guys obviously like uh, you know the uh, Herb Jones. Uh, you look at Alvarado, but you look at Trey Murphy, who's who's increased his defensive prowess. Um, same can be said for Dyson Daniels, again the rookie coming off the off, off the bench. Again, he is. It looks like he is going to be a solid defender in the NBA. So again, uh, whether it's offense, defense, they have guys that again that 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 uh, Willie Green can look to on that bench. Uh, to, to be able to put into certain lineups that, again, will we'll be able to, uh, you know, be able to sustain leads and, and maybe in a lot of cases uh, add two leads when you have to go to that bench instead of worrying about, you know, how long can how long can I go without having my starters in? Right. We can put out some really long lineups and some really fast lineups, especially once Great point. up to speed, which I think is going to happen a lot earlier than people are expecting. I mean, I've heard people say December. I think within the first 10 games, Dyson's going to be – knocking on the door for some minutes. If Jose Alvarado, Javante Graham aren't playing up to speed and Dyson's hitting his shot, and that's the only thing that'll hold him back. He only shot 18% this preseason. But if he's hitting his shot, he's going to be a key piece that lets you hit some of those rotations and play with the depth and bring in a Trey Murphy who's going to make a big jump. I think he's a lot more confident than last season. We had to send him to the G League. We had to send him to Birmingham so that he would stop hitting the side of the backboard. And now – Look at where he comes from there up to those playoff performances. Trey Murphy's going to make a real big jump this year and surprise a lot of people as well. So, yeah, all the names you mentioned, you can piece together lineups that, you know, counter other teams' lineups. If you want to go big, mm-hmm. we can run you off the court and still be as big as you. If you want to go small, yes. we can be as fast as you and be, what, you know, six inches taller at every position. And then you talk about the big four that you mentioned, McCollum, Ingram, uh, Williamson, and Valachunas. I mean, uh, those four guys on the floor, 
again, it's it, it again guys that, that have the skill set to be able to score. The physicality inside of a Williamson again, Valanciunas with the size. C.J. McCollum again, who I think is look, he's become more of a point guard, but I think he's so good off the dribble in terms of scoring. Uh, it, it's it's hard to be able to find at least at this point going into the season a weak link on this team. Right, and I think this is going overlooked right now is how much when they let us into practice and see around the shoot-arounds, how much CZ and then Valanciunas is going around and answering questions from the young guys, talking with Larry Nance Jr. and, you know, going on the backcourt and seeing how they rotate and playing. And they're going to learn that, you know, you got Zion, a generational talent who's the mo- one of the most explosive. you got B.I. who's just, you know, he's a Kevin Durant-like. You can't say enough about him. But we also, in our big four, have maybe two – of the smartest, most just versatile players in the league in CJ and, and Giannis Valanciunas. I'm going to be interested to see again um, um, the evolution of Zion Williamson's game. We really haven't seen a lot of that in in, in the preseason. You know, has he has he um, uh, developed a mid-range shot? Is he better on defense? Look, to me, he's a guy that should be a double-double guy every night. You know, ten rebounds. Uh, is he going to be a? To me, he's also can be a great off-the-ball defender. Um, hopefully, that will become to fruition. What have you seen out of him so far? Uh, I've seen him develop in his mid-range game. I've seen him working a lot with Fred Benson on the sideline doing free throws. He did a lot with Spoon over doing some, like, just one dribble, pick and pops right outside the block. You know, defenders will be backing down, expecting that, that contact. Zion can hit that one dribble, go up, and he's looking pretty good. The only thing that we won't be able to answer, you cannot answer until you play live basketball as defense. you got to be able to see his energy. you got to be able to see his effort. But also where is, you know, IQ's at, how he's going to be getting picked on some in, in the starting five. And you can't answer that in practice. I think Willie Green has alluded to that. And it's something we're really going to have to see because that's going to be the toughest thing after 500, what, now 40 days off between regular mm-hmm. season games is is the defense. You can get out there and play warm-up, pick-up ball all day long and dominate a practice run like that. But when you got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons coming at you, We'll find out about your defense. There's no questions about the offense and the athletic ability and the fact that he's pretty much injury-free, even though he's out the last game with the ankle. That was just precautionary. The only thing that's really there, the answer, is defense, and this is a great test coming up for him tomorrow night. Well, it's about effort and energy in a lot of cases. And, look, defense is contagious. And when you got guys on the floor who have Ph.D. in defenses like, uh, like uh, you know, Herb Jones, uh, you know, like, like a guy like Alvarado, uh, a guy like Larry Nance who has, again, played great defense throughout his career. I mean, you know, uh, Dyson Daniels coming in as a rookie. Again, his forte is defense. Um, you know, again, that, that, that goes a long way. I mean, and guy, other guys, when you see guys playing defense hard like that, it becomes very contagious. It is, it is, and I think that'll rub off with uh, Herb Jones down to Dyson Daniels who had that big block in Birmingham, and I was just a few feet from Zion, and he was yelling like, that boy is special. And there was a few other compliments we can't say on the air, but Zion understands what defense means to this team, what it means to Willie Green. He understands that this team's done stuff without him. If he's not playing defense, getting him off the court and teaching him a lesson early, it won't be a problem. But I don't think that'll be something that this team has to address. His head will be there from day one. As far as energy and effort, some of it will be knocking off for us, but that will be something this team is willing to you know, go through those growing pains because of what he'll give you on the offensive end. 
All right. Now, this team traditionally uh, has started slow. To me, again, it's got to be. A, this is, has to be one of those years where, again, uh, you're starting fast. You're, you're, you're you know, you know, you're. In the, by the time you get to the first quarter of the season, you have a winning record. Um, what's your anticipation? I anticipate this will be one of the, definitely a faster start than last season. I think we'll get off to one of the better starts in franchise history. We've with a lot over the last five, six years. But I do think this team will play very fast. Uh, maybe this will scare some of your listeners. But I think it comes to this team, just so they can get through those growing pains, they're going to play fast in a way that reminds you of an Albert and Gentry team. The only thing is Willie Green's going to correct those mistakes, hold some more accountability, I think, in a way of getting guys to get on the same page quicker. And that's why you'll see a, a winning record going into maybe Christmas or Thanksgiving. Maybe we get a, you know, a loss on opening night because there's going to be a lot of points to prove as far as Kevin Durant and that team. But looking at Charlotte and then coming home on that Sunday when the Saints mm-hmm. don't, aren't going to be competing with the Pelicans at all, that'll be a packed house against the Jazz. I mean, yep. bet your rent money on that game. I think there's no way the Pelicans lose. Yeah, it's, it's going to be look to, to, to me, I think they, they, they've – They've got the lineup now. They've got the depth. Uh, at this this point, again, how do they mesh as a team? We saw them mesh as a team last year. And then, of course, it's on Willie Green to be able to figure out, again, how to distribute these minutes. I, I got no issue with the offense. Willie Green's offense, again, of, of, again, you know, if you don't have the shot, pass it off and, again, again try to get the better shot, to me, is good basketball. And if you're, you're, you're mixing that up with an up-tempo type uh, game that Alvin Gentry once brought here, it's, it's not an issue. The problem with the Alvin Gentry part of it was they didn't play defense on the flip side. Uh, this team, again, has the pedigree of defense, so that doesn't concern me much. Right, and I talked to uh, – oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm, uh, it's all yours. I, I was going to say, we talked to uh, CJ and Larry Nance at Media Day, and they explained how they didn't know the offense when the playoffs started. So judging the Willie Green offense, it's kind of been tough. He didn't have a you know preseason with his team due to COVID and the finals run. So this year we'll, see, we'll finally see a lot more of his identity in this offense, and it's going to be a pleasant surprise, I think. All right, which, which your – What's your ceiling for this team? Uh, where, where do you think they are uh, in, in, you know, by the time we get to playoffs? I don't think they'll get 250 wins. I think they'll flirt with 45, 46. They could win a division, maybe tie BS in that way. And I do think they'll make the second round. It depends on who we get matched up against. With Pelicans, no, uh, New Orleans, no, very well, if you run into the Golden State Warriors in the second round, it doesn't matter if you swept Portland in the first round. It's going to be tough. But if you get the right matchup in the second round, we can make a deal looking at Portland. And what CJ did, they got to the Western Conference Finals just because they had the right guys in the bracket. And I think the Pelicans could really find themselves in a position to, to make that kind of run early this year and not have to wait till next year when everybody's got playoff experience. There you go. Uh, always a pleasure. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. Tell us about how folks can follow you on social media and everything you're involved in. Yeah, over on Twitter, just do it at Dodson. Follow us at Pelican Scoop as well. We're on Facebook, Twitter, all the social media sites there. Go to si.com backslash Pelicans. You'll find all of our work. And the uh, podcast is Protect the Nest. It'll be live for the first time again, starting regular season, opening night from Barclays Center in Brooklyn. About to fly out now. Beautiful. Thanks for your time. Have a safe trip. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Christopher Dotson again, Pelican Scoop. 
Hey, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, family-owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Folks, I'm telling you right now, largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. That's wheels and tires up to 30 inches. You can finance it over time as well. Uh, don't forget also, looking to keep that vehicle on the road. You need a, a, a mechanic shop that you can trust. Uh, ASC certified mechanics with, again, the latest diagnostic equipment. that You get the dealership, you get it right there at Southern Tire. And I've said it before. The Piazza family, Tony Cena, uh, uh, has invested in, again, this diagnostic equipment uh, across the board. So, I mean, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm going on the limb when I say I believe that they have more diagnostic equipment, more modern equipment than maybe the dealerships do. Uh, and you don't get those dealership sticker shock prices either. Um, you know, again, if you're in the automotive business, you better take care of your customers. You're not around long. Uh, the Piazza family have had Southern Tire since 1972. Looking for, a, a again, a mechanic shop you can trust. Looking for, again, the best deals on tires. It's Southern Tire, who can airline in Metairie. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com to check out all the service they provide with their customers. You can even, again, choose your tires online now. Pull in the Southern Tire. They'll have them ready for you. Mount them for you right there. It is too easy. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag. Wendy's Biggie Bag is still just 5 bucks. Get a double stack junior bacon cheeseburger or crispy chicken BLT plus four-piece nugs, small fries, and a small drink. Grab your bag at Wendy's today. Includes choice of double stack JBC or crispy chicken BLT with four-piece nugs, small drink, and fries. U.S. price and participation may vary. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Look out for a stalled vehicle blocking the left lane on the 610 on the eastbound side right at the Franklin Avenue exit. And in the meantime, delays are going to be solid on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Also look out for delays solid 10 westbound from City Park to before the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are steady from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And in the meantime, look out for accidents. Carrollton Avenue at Drexel. Also look out for accidents. Lafay at Carnot and also Poydras at Clara. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Handle. Bienvenue on Hickory. 
467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. This Halloween, it's the season for spooktacular fun and, uh uh-oh, empty candy bowls. Swoop in or online to Walgreens to fill your Halloween bowl with our weekly Treats of the Week deals. Because if it's we can't run out of candy season, it's Walgreens season. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I want to thank Christopher Dotson for joining us. Jeff Duncan is just a few minutes away from uh, the, the timespeakunknowable.com. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. If you're in the market for a generator, Burkhardt has you covered. They have generators in their warehouse in Mandeville right now with your name on it. I don't care whether it's, whether it's a, um, a, a business or a home. Uh, if you're tired of the power going out and setting you back in terms of your business or, again, you know, stopping you from, from working. A lot of people working from home still, okay? My, well, my wife works from home three days a week. You know, if the power go, would go out again, again, she's stuck. So that's just that. Again, making sure your family's taken care of. Uh, Burkhardt can, can, can have you, have you in, installed with a single-day install. They handle everything from permits uh, to inspections to planning. Their dedicated generator team does it all. And then, of course, maintenance on, on, on that generator. They can maintain that generator for you. And then, of course, don't forget about emergency service, 24-7, 365 emergency service. Always with all the parts you need for your generator stocked at their, their warehouse in Manneville. Looking for a Generac standby generator? They got you covered. Financing is available. You finance it over time. And, of course, the new install quality check after one month. Jason Burkhart will sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator. Once you guys come to an agreement, put you on the, on the calendar for a single-day install. You can't beat it. They're the best. When it comes to, again, uh, generous sales and services, Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. All right. Uh, big week for the Saints. This is almost a must-win in a, in a very short week with a very, very wounded team, as we've talked about through most of the show today. Uh, again, I'll go through the um, – before, uh, as uh, uh, Rudy's getting Jeff on, I'll, I'll go through the injury report for you guys, uh, for those that are just tuning in. Michael Thomas did not practice with a foot injury. Jarvis Landry did not foot practice with an ankle injury. Andres Pete did not practice with a chest injury. Adam Troutman did not practice with an ankle injury. Keith Kirkwood did not practice with an ankle injury. Marshawn Lattimore abdomen did not practice. Here are all the here are the limited practice um, participants. Mark Ingram with a knee. 
Paulson Adebo with a knee. Ryan Ramshack uh, coming off rest. Throck, Throckmorton coming off a hip. Uh, Peyton Turner with a chest. Jameis Winston back, ankle, and you got to say knee, right? <laughs> um, and uh, he's limited. Andy Dalton with the back. The only full participant that was on the on the injury list yesterday is Marcus May, who's now a full participant. They need him uh, to, to, to get back there and be a full participant for sure. So, so the Saints are the are – the, Walking wounded going into um, uh, Arizona, and I said it as we opened the show today, they're not rushing anybody back. It would be foolish to rush anybody back at this point, uh, coming off, uh, again, a quick turnaround on a Thursday night game. Uh, They're going to let this mini-buy kind of play out, in my opinion, and then, again, hoping that guys can get healthy, and they're they're looking to make their run coming out of that mini-buy. Remember, they don't have another uh, buy. They're buy until week 14. Uh, so, that, again, there's a little bit of a run there, and hopefully, again, the Saints will be able to catch fire here. Uh, for that to happen, uh, to me, they got to be better in the red zone, both on offense and defense. Uh, they cannot continue to have these self-inflicted mistakes that they've, they've had. And uh, you know what? you got to use your stars. And I was really disappointed that Taysom Hill didn't get more play this week. You, I, I mentioned it when we came in um, out of the last break uh, my, uh, that, that Carmichael pretty much took, put that on himself. Uh, and it had nothing to do with him being the backup quarterback. Uh, this was just, again, him not utilizing him uh, and his skill set. Uh, when only you have Alvin Kamara, you're the big star. So hopefully, again, that's going to change as well. Joining us on the program now, does a great job for the New Orleans Times Picune uh, advocate. And, and also, again, uh, oh, you got a voicemail? Okay, no problem. I'll keep it going, uh, which will give me a chance to be able to knock out one more live, if you don't mind, ladies and gentlemen. Um, for my guys over at uh, Suburban Roofing and Siding, 504 861 Roof. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed, insured, member of the Better Business Bureau. They've been re-roofing South Louisiana for over two decades. I've known Marty Scoggins for over 20 years. And Marty came out and took care of my roof for us. Um, one of the things he did was he was able to, to, to again, get up on the roof with, with our insurance adjuster, the third one we had, and explain to him why we needed a new roof. And, of course, again, with his expertise, uh, his knowledge of the roofing industry, now again, uh, materials, et cetera, uh, again, the insurance company ended up buying the roof. Uh, that's the kind of service you get with Marty Scoggins, uh, one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide certified by Shingo Manufacturers, which allow their customers to qualify for the Manufacturing Extended Warranty Program. Marty sold me a shingle that, again, is the highest wind-resistant shingle, again, that is, that is, that is uh, on the market today. Especially, again, what we're dealing with with the advent of storm after storm after storm. Um, Marty's honest, reliable, stands behind all the suburban roofing's quality workmanship. His crews, again, are skilled in all types of roofs. It doesn't matter the type of roof you have at your home or your business. They can handle it for you. Look, they'll even hand-nail your roof, which is a lost art in roofing. They hand-nailed my roof for me. You know, it's none of this pop, pop, pop with, with, again, with the hydraulic gun and move on to the next job. The attention to detail. Uh, again, and, and making sure that, again, you're a satisfied customer. Uh, I told you all uh, before, Marty came out and did the roof. Folks in my neighborhood paid attention. By the time, uh, again, uh, they finished up, four more of my neighbors got, got uh, uh, suburban roofing to come out and, 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 uh, and replace their roofs. Uh, you get that kind of service from Suburban Roofing and Siding. First class, 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. Um, that is Suburban Roofing and Siding. Okay, do we have him, uh, Rudy? Okay, let's take a break. Let me let me contact Jeff, see what's going on. You listen to Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six. We'll be right back. 
Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. What's your name? Mary. Everybody's feeling the love. And you were raised to be a hunter. Of all kinds of monsters. For the Winchesters. She's meaner when you get to know her. Tonight on The CW, catch the new hit series critics are calling Engaging and Fun. A confident, entertaining prequel. Definitely a journey worth taking. So you're all in, huh? I was born to do this. The Winchesters. Don't miss the new hit series all new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 7 on NOLA 38, The CW. Hi, we're Troy and Tracy Duong with Giving Hope, and we'd like to invite you to celebrate with us our ninth annual Giving Hope Gala on Saturday, November 5th at the Sheraton Hotel in New Orleans. Our special friends, Willie and Corey Robinson, are best known for their appearances on Duck Dynasty, and the world-renowned mental health physician, Dr. Daniel Amen, is joining us. We'll have performances by the New Orleans Soul Children Choir, and DeMario Davis will be presenting two scholarships. Please visit givinghopegala.org now. We can't wait to see you there. Business owners, let's be honest, we all have competition. Running Boards Marketing can help you stand out with our giant LED mobile billboard trucks, where we drive eye-catching ads that are impossible to miss. Digital mobile billboard ads are two times more effective than traditional billboards and offer a 97% recall rate. Visit us online at runningboardsmarketing.com and click on Learn More to grab your one-time promotional offer today. That's runningboardsmarketing.com. We'll drive your message to where the people are. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. We're efforting Jeff Duncan of the times you no matter what. Talk a little bit about the Saints. As I mentioned before, you know, my, my thought is, again, look, it was a tough loss against, against Cincinnati. I mean, you're leading the game all the way to the last three minutes. Again, and that is despite, again, having to kick field goals instead of scoring touchdowns. Again, a lot of that I put on Carmichael. Uh, I thought, again, his, his, um, his play calling his, uh, uh, was unimaginable. I thought, I thought he was gutless, especially when you got into the, in, into the red zone. Uh, the fact that they did not use Taysom Hill more, again, uh, I thought really, again, lent to, to, uh, to where they are. And, of course, again, look, the shoddy tackling we're seeing on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, this team was supposed to be led by the defense, and the defense at the bottom, part, bottom half of the, uh, of the NFL. I think they're 29th in scoring defense. Last year they were, they were in the top five. Uh, it starts with stopping the run. Their inability to be able to stop the run consistently has really hurt them. But also, again, tackling. Uh, you know, this was, a, this was a team, when you go back in your mind's eye and you think about the defense on this team uh, when they were at their apex, it was a swarming defense. Uh, one guy usually, again, going, ma- 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 trying to make the tackle, everybody else swarming in and going to try to rip the ball. Uh, we're not seeing that, okay? We're seeing guys that are making business decisions on, again, whether they want to make a tackle, they're tackling with their arms. They're, they're again, they're, uh, they're, they're, not, uh, they're not fluid in terms of, again, uh, their mechanics in terms of, uh, of tackling, and, uh, you know, you're seeing, you're seeing that. Now, uh, again, um, go ahead and call Jeff. Uh, he's ready to go, uh, uh, Rudy. With that said, this is a very injured team. It's no excuse because, again, a lot of teams in the NFL are injured right now. But, again, they're missing a lot of their stars. Uh, you know, when, um, when you start talking about, you know, lo- losing all, you, almost the entire wide receiving core, uh, you know, and your starting quarterback is, is, is injured. Uh, so we'll see how this kind of plays out. You want to try to steal one this week. Arizona is beatable, even at home. Uh, you know, but again, this team has had, has had a difficult issue in terms of dealing with, again, the mobile quarterback. That's got to stop this weekend. Uh, you know, again, when you look at the back half of the schedule, the back half of the schedule is fairly difficult, but you've got to be able to get it to go on a little bit of a run here. The good news, as I mentioned before, is that, again, when you look at the NFC right now, 11 of 16 teams have three or four losses. So the Saints are right in the mix right now. Uh, if you can get on a little bit of a run, you can get back into this thing. Uh, but again, you got to get healthy, and you got to play better on defense. And to me, you got to be more imaginative on offense. Uh, you know what little stars and 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 tools you have, you have to be willing to be able to utilize those uh, going forward. Ready to go? Okay. Um, so when you look at the, when you look at the Saints again, um, uh, right now, to me, Dalton is the is the is the is the best option as far as quarterback goes. Um, I do not think that Dalton is the reason why this team is lost. Now, again, uh, is, is he putting up the the, uh, the numbers that uh, that Jameis Winston could put up? No, but Jameis Winston, uh, again, uh, if I'm not mistaken, has already turned the ball over, I believe, eight times, uh, and, and that's the issue here: not turning the ball over, making sure again that that you you take care of the football. Um, one of the problems with this team has been again turning the ball over, the self-inflicted wounds, only what having. Uh, one one interception uh, uh, this season. When again on, on the flip side of the defense, uh, you you would think that they would be a more uh, aggressive type defense. That again that would be more opportunistic. Just hasn't happened. Uh, there has to be a, there has to be a change here. And I think again, look this is on Dennis Allen. You know Dennis Allen has to get his team prepared to play, especially on the defensive end, uh, which has really been a, a big part of again why this team uh, is where they are uh, in, in terms of, in terms of their record. 
Um, offensively, there's a little bit of an excuse here because of the injuries. Uh, defensively, there is no excuse. Yes, you've had some injuries to keep people, but, but not, not the wholesale injuries uh, that, that you've seen on the offensive side of the ball. So, again, we'll see how this thing kind of plays out going forward. Uh, but when, when you start talking about the Saints and, 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 and this year, uh, the season is far from over especially, again, if you can get out of this mini-buy and get healthy and stay healthy for the rest of the season. Uh, but that's going to be the key. Um, uh, the depth has really been tested going forward. But more importantly, again, uh, they have not been the disciplined team that we've seen in the past. Uh, this is the type of teams that, you know, that in the past, Saints fans under Sean Payton would be kind of laughing at because you knew they were going to make a mistake down the line that was get you back into the game uh, or, again, let you put the game away. That's the Saints now. The Saints are that team. So, again, we'll see how this kind of plays out with, with New Orleans. Uh, but um, ultimately, again, they, are, they, they have to somehow, again, get healthy uh, because every single week it seems, again, a, another starter has an has a injury, which, again, puts them on the shelf for two or three weeks. And in some cases, like what we're seeing with Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry, you know, you're getting in the, in the three- or four-week uh, area, and um, – it's hard to win when you when you you go back to the type of receiving core you had last year. No disrespect, uh, you know, because I like Marcus Callaway and I think he's a gamer. But again, would you rather have you know again uh, Landry, Olave, and, and Thomas, or, or again would you rather have Traquan Smith, Callaway, and Kirkwood? I mean, there's a big difference there. Adam Troutman looked like he was coming on. He's going down. He goes down now with the, with the ankle injury. So. You know, how much can you do with a Rashid Shahid at this point? Uh, again, to, to me, you're putting him back there on, on kicks and punts, and you hope he can make something happen for you. Um, and, and, of course, more than anything else, I think in, in, where you are right now in terms of offensive weapons, you have to utilize Taysom Hill's skill set. Uh, yes, you may be afraid that he might be again often injured, but you have to utilize that skill set uh, going forward. Uh, and... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the thought process was last last week when he gets nine touches, and 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 then the, the offensive coordinator comes out today and says what had nothing to do with him being the backup quarterback. That was a plausible excuse. Okay, you were afraid that if Dalton went down, you had to go to Alvin Kamara. Okay, as as your quarterback. But when when you're telling the media that had nothing to do with that, it was just me. I didn't I didn't do what I was supposed to do in terms of getting him in the game, and you know it was uh, that makes no sense. The not using. Uh, the not using the, uh, uh, the 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 jumbo jumbo formation, which again uh, uh, seemed to work. Even though, again, as I mentioned, well, they ran the ball pretty well last week. But uh, some of those plays that where Mark Ingram again got you know five and six yards, maybe again a Taysom Hill is breaking that, and maybe again he's getting a touchdown or he's getting a long run. Um, and of course, the, the the crowd becomes energized from it as well. So, you know, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Look, we're gonna try to pick it up with Jeff Duncan another day. Uh, we only got about seven eight minutes left in, in the program, so we'll try to do that another day uh, here. But um, uh, I'm not completely down on the Saints, okay? Because I think that a lot of the byproduct that we have is number one, lack of discipline; number two, self-inflicted mistakes. Those things can be those things can 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 be uh, uh, rectified. Uh, with this event, this is not a young team. I mean, this is not a team of a, of a bunch of rookies and, and first-year players. This is a veteran team that's been playing together for a long, long time. They can pull that together. The injury thing is what I'm worried about. Okay, are they going to be this type of injury? We're going to see injury after injury going forward. Can Mike Thomas get back on the field? Can Jarvis Landry get back on the field? What will Jameis Winston look like when he comes back on the field? Because I think that's going to be one of the keys. Look, I think at this point. 
no, no matter how Dalton has played, I think that Jameis is going to get another opportunity, as he should. He was the starting quarterback. But he can't be the guy we saw, uh, again, in the first few games this year. Okay, a guy that was thrown off his back foot, a guy, a guy that didn't have the proper mechanics, uh, again, uh, wasn't uh, patient in the pocket, didn't have the ability to be able to scramble and move like he did last year, which, again, made him a better quarterback and also making the right decisions. He's got a better receiving core when, when it's healthy, and he's got to be able to utilize that. Remember, the receiving core was pretty much intact when he was playing. Uh, he just kind of reverted back to bad Jameis. So, again, we'll see, again, if he's learned his lesson now that he's had a chance to be able to sit for a few weeks, and we're going to see the Jameis Winston that was playing under Sean Payton, or we're going to see the Jameis Winston that reverted back to Tampa Bay Jameis. And I said this when the season started, and I'll say it again. This is a team that, again, that, 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 that in a lot of cases feared the wrath of Payton. Peyton's intensity in that locker room, his intensity in in the compound, uh, it went a long way in, in terms of, again, making sure this team was focused. Peyton, again, by this time, would be coming up with little gimmicks to be able to motivate his team, etc. Is Allen doing that? Allen's a different cat, okay? But at some point, Dennis Allen is going to have to impose his will on his team and make his team focus. Or maybe, again, he's a one-year wonder as, 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 as the Saints head coach. Uh, because let me tell you right now, I said this before, all those, all those out there that are wishing for Sean Payton to be able to be picked up by a team this year, look, Saints need the draft picks, right? It's become very, very clear and evident that the two quarterbacks on this team right now, and I'm talking about uh, Winston and Dalton, are, are not the answer for the future. Okay, at least in my opinion. So, again, you're going to have to get a young quarterback and groom that quarterback. Does that mean that, again, you're going to dismantle this team? Or are you going to try to be able to let that quarterback grow with, again, the, the, the players that you have? It'll be interesting to see, again, what happens here. But let me tell you something right now. Wherever Peyton goes, he's not going to want to give up these picks. He's not going to give up players. And everybody, again, that's dreaming of, again, getting a top pick because Philly has the Saints' top pick, maybe you get it, maybe you don't. Uh, but the bottom line is, Peyton is going to raid this team. He's going to raid this team of the coaching staff. He's going to raid this team of players that are available. He's going to raid the team because, again, the, the, the players know how to play a system and the coaches know how to coach a system. The question is, will, will, if, if, the, if the team is raided and ultimately, again, these coaches go elsewhere and the players start to, start to go elsewhere, those that have the opportunity to go, um, do you hold on to a Dennis Allen? The last part of this season, in my, in my opinion, will be the litmus test on that, whether Dennis Allen comes back for year two. Because the first part of the season, although, again, he's been beset by injuries, um, from a schematic standpoint, from a motivational standpoint, it's not the same team that we've seen, uh, again, under Sean Payton. Uh, there, there is no, no, it doesn't seem to be the respect and the fear that, that, was, that was in that locker room that they had uh, for, for Sean Payton. And, you know, for a team that ultimately um, uh, thrived on, on, again, Payton's energy and his emotion, we're not seeing that with, with Dennis Allen. And they're two different cats. But, you know, again, this is a team that was built by Payton, for Payton, and not for Dennis Allen. The biggest um, disappointment to me is, Dennis Allen's defense not picking this team up, especially him being the head coach. You would think that the defense would be the one, again, that would be leading this team going forward, and they've done – actually, again, uh, you know, when you look at the rankings now, they've been atrocious, not even close to what we thought they were going to be in terms of one of the top defenses in the NFL. That's got to change the back end of the season. So big game on Thursday. 
Hopefully again they can steal that one, get the three and four, get the mini buy, get healthy, make the adjustments that have to be made in terms of self-scouting going forward. Uh, Carmichael's got to be a little bit more aggressive in terms of his play calling, and Dennis Allen's got to get a hold of his defense and get back to again the type of swarming opportunistic defense they've been in the past. Again, is 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 a buttress against the run uh, and physical, something we have not seen consistently. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Uh, if your AC is on the blink or maybe you're looking to get that heater inspected and, and making sure that, again, it's cleaned, uh, make sure you, you call my friends at Burkhardt. Um, it doesn't matter where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, Burkhardt has you covered. And, of, uh, of course, again, uh, with Nate Certified Technicians, only doing the work that's necessary. I never worry about Burkhart when they come to my home. I never have, okay, because I, I know, again, it started with John Burkhart. It permeates throughout his sons. His wife's in the office, truly a family-owned and operated business, and every one of those techs know, again, that this is a situation where, again, you treat your customer as you would want to be treated. Uh, no gouging, no cheating, no making up, again, parts that need to be replaced. Uh, I don't know about the inner workers of my AC. I have to get someone I can trust. I've trusted Burkhart for over 30 years. You can as well. That's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Eating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, tomorrow is the is, is, um, is the show is brought to you by Katie's. Good news. Scott Craig will be joining us on the show uh, tomorrow, along with Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. Looking forward to that. I want to thank, again, our guest today, who did a great job for us as the NBA uh, gets cranked up tonight. I hope you guys are be willing to check that out. Matty Hudak, again, uh, celebrating uh, what's going on with Tulane. Uh, big game uh, this weekend against Memphis. Mike Scarborough, I said it today, feeling really good about LSU against Ole Miss. You know, call me a fool, call me a homer. But if Jaden Daniels can duplicate the type of, uh, of performance that he had uh, this these past two weeks, and especially last week, okay, uh, where, where, again, he is – Going through his progressions, uh, he's, he's throwing the ball accurately, uh, and and of course using his feet, uh, but but only really as as an opportunity to be able to be elusive, and 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 and, and to escape pressure. Um, uh, this team has a chance. This team has a chance because they are a talented team. They just don't have the they don't have a lot of depth. That's the that's the issue. Uh, excited for the Pelicans tomorrow. We talked to Christopher Dotson about the Pels opening up against the Brooklyn Nets. We'll talk a lot about that. And, of course, as always, again, we appreciate you tuning into the program. Uh, we, again, uh, remind you about uh, Jordy Collada joining us on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Uh, looking forward to having Jordy come down on, on the program. And, of course, we'll talk everything. We'll talk Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pels all on Thursday. And, um, of course, coming up next is going to be Jude Young with All Access, uh, who does a great job. Uh, and I'm going to keep it right here. Always, again, good good um, insight uh, from Jude when it, when it comes to his sports. And I've said it before, he's a sports encyclopedia. I mean, he, he, know, he knows it all and has a, uh, a mind like a trap. Uh, he never forgets things either. Uh, just amazing. So, again, uh, keep it keep it right here for um, for Jude Young. No reason to go anywhere else. And of course, I want to thank the sponsors sponsor our program. Each and every one of those sponsors, uh, we appreciate each and every one of those. Some of these sponsors have been with us for the full 20 years we've been on the radio. And uh, again, all you got to do if you want to find out more about our sponsors is to go to our website, ericasher.com. There's a slideshow of the sponsor sponsor our program. All you do, click on the icon. It'll take you right to the website. Everything you need to know about that sponsor is right there for you. The contact information, menus when it comes to a restaurant. So, again, uh, make sure that uh, uh, you are, uh, uh, if you're looking for a, a, a contract, if you're looking for a restaurant to go to, uh, do as you've always done. 
Uh, again, look to our to, look to our sponsors and support those sponsors because we much appreciate uh, each and every one of you and your your support of our sponsors through all these years. Been a blast, New Orleans. Thanks to Rudy back at studio for producing. Uh, tomorrow we'll do it all over again. Looking forward to my conversation with Sean. His breakdown, as always, uh, is out of sight. Uh, until tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. Podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program. For the dog catch of the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go.